Hello, welcome to another episode of Joda Please. It's your girl, Mami Ajua. Joa Dart. Joa Darty Darty Dart. <laughs> ew! Oh my goodness. Why did I just say ew? But oh my goodness, it's been so freaking long. What a freaking, what a heck. I'm so sorry for that I've been gone for so freaking long. I'm so sorry. But I'm so excited to be back because this, uh, this is episode six. And what is before six five and what is before five four and what is before three two but i'm excited to be back today's episode is going to be fun and interactive because that's that's me that's what i do there's never a time we're not having fun we're having fun 24 7 you know 24 7 throughout the clock um and I'm just excited to be back. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are taking care of yourself. Um, wherever you're listening to this, in your car, in your house, on your speaker. I hope you're blasting this episode in your speakers. Boom, 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 boom. Blasting the episode because this episode is going to be juicy. It's going to be juicier than a juicy mango. And the most juiciest mango that you've ever tasted, ever. Or the most juiciest orange that you've ever tasted. This is my second time recording this episode, and I told myself that I'm going to make sure that this episode is juicy. It's juicier than juicers. So let's get right into it. So this episode is titled Outgrowing People and Losing Friends. Come on, let's have it. Let's have it. This episode is so juicy. This topic is so juicy. I feel like as an African, as an African girl, as a black woman, outgrowing people is the title of our literal life, life essay. I feel like we're constantly outgrowing people. We're constantly losing friends. I remember being young and thinking, I'm supposed to have friends for the rest of my life. I'm supposed to have the same friends since I've had since since i since i was 12 years old i'm supposed to have the same friends i'm never supposed to lose friends like my life goal is to keep my friends as much as i can and having friends meant that you were cool and everybody liked you and you were cool and i soon realized that i was going to lose friends whether i liked it or not um i remember my dad giving me an advice and telling me that people come and go you know, people come and go, you live life and you learn, you know, you make friends, you, you get along with people, you don't get along with people. As you go, as you grow, you're constantly building, you're constantly changing. Um, in every stage of your life, you're constantly meeting people that um, kind of highlight that stage of your life. I feel like when I was 16, I made friends that aligned with what I thought about or what I believed in at the age of 16. And I feel like when I was a 17, I did the same. And the older I got, the more mature I become. And so did the type of people I had around me. So I definitely feel like our growing people is part of growing, is part of learning, is part of becoming, you know? Um, the first question I have on here is, what does it mean to outgrow people? I just, you know, kind of explain uh, what it means to outgrow people. But to outgrow people truly means to mature, to the things I used to do, you don't do anymore. Um, I feel like the older you get, the more life experiences you have, the more you learn from things. You know, you know that, you know, certain people don't add value to your life and certain things don't add value to your life. Maybe when you were younger, you used to 
you know, do certain things, you know, hang around people who are bad influences. And the older you got, you realize that these people don't add value to my life. And one thing I learned growing up is that the people you hang around, um, um, have an impact on who you become, you know, growing, you're growing, you're changing. And I feel like some people don't experience positive change because they're constantly hanging out people that don't allow them to grow. I feel like there's some people who have been in the same position that they've been when they were 16 or 17 when it comes to maturity because of the people that they hung, hang around with. And that is such a huge, huge, huge revelation because I think I kind of experienced this because I'm somebody who's lived in the same place for the last 14 years. And I would say most of my friends have been people in this area that I've lived in. Um, I feel like I was kind of in a way forced to be friends with people due to proximity, due to the people being closest to me i was like you know i need to make friends with these people because they are close to me and i don't have any other options because we grew, in the, grew up in the same community because we are we are Ghanaians and we're supposed to hang out together do you remember a time when you were a kid when your mother or your father would have friends and they would introduce their 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 friends' children to you and kind of say, oh, hang out with them, hang out with them. You know, this, these are your friends. Like, you know, hang out with them. You know, you, know, you guys are the same age mates, you know, and you feel obligated to hang out with these children that you don't know that you just met and force a relationship because your parents and their parents were cool. I feel like that is how it began like that that form of feeling like you need people you need to be friends with people um to be to be to become to to you know that's part of life like i feel like growing up i always used to think that um making friends is very important like wherever you go you must make friends you must make friends even if you feel like these people cannot be your friends you must make friends because you must at least know people that you have to talk to i feel like especially as an african we have this mindset where it's like always always make friends with people because you never know when you're going to need them and although although that is a very good mindset to have i think that can be sometimes toxic because it makes you feel like you have to develop this like people pleasing personality it makes you feel excuse me hey so bush <clears throat> it makes you feel like you have to develop this like people pleasing personality and you have to be this person that is like um i must treat someone so nice because just in case that i may need them or they might need me and you know my perception of friendships has um widened it has grown it has expanded um i feel like now i i become friends with people that i feel like I align with in terms of morals, values, in terms of what I like and dislike, um, in terms of many things, but it has to do with me. I think one of the most important things in life that I also learned is that to be a good friend, you have to be a friend to yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. All of these things that you would love to do for other people, you must do to yourself because there's some people they can never be good friends because they don't even treat themselves well. They don't take care of themselves and they don't prioritize themselves. You know, when it comes to physical health, mental health, and all other things, I feel like mental health is such a touchy to um, topic when it comes to 
you know, friendships, because I, I believe that it's important to put yourself first before others. You know, I think it's important to put yourself first and put your mental health first. I feel like sometimes we can be in toxic relationships, friendships, especially, and we're not okay. And we feel like we are putting ourselves, we're putting others before ourselves because we live in this mindset where this people pleasing mindset where it's like, I must put others first, you know, I must do this, I must do this. And, you know, for me as a African daughter, as an only African daughter, I experienced this to the highest level. I used to tell myself, I am such a helper. I love helping people. My love language is helping people. You know, I must always be there for people. That's what I like. Even though that is true, I feel like it forced me to sacrifice so much. It forced me to sacrifice so much in the name of compromising, in the name of being a good person, in the name of being a good friend. And I feel like along the and along the lines, it made me a very transactional person. It made me um, it made me be somebody who gives so much um, in so that so that they can gain companionship so that they can gain um people in their lives you know i it's it's like kind of like buying people with my love and affection and buying people with my kindness because it wasn't genuine it it never came from a place of genuinity is that a word genuineness <laughs> i don't know if that's a word and i feel like because of that my friend my my friendships never lasted because i treated everybody like the same like a robot i never really opened up to people um i think one of the reasons why i also never opened up to uh, a lot of the friends i had when i was younger was because i felt like i didn't need to i felt like it wasn't necessary to be yourself to people because friends are just friends. Friends aren't family. Because I grew up in a very close knitted family where, you know, your family is your family. You don't go out of your family. You know, you put your family before everybody. You know, you put your family before everyone. So I never had that experience of sacrifice with friends. I never had the experience of opening up to people, being vulnerable to friends. It always it was always it was always family first, number one, family first, number one. So I just never learned to be that friend. I never learned, you know, um, I think, I think that, um, growing up also in the church played a very big role in how I view people. Um, I view people as outsiders, you know, even when people start, like, try to get close to me, I would always treat them as, you know, there's only a level of closeness they could get, you know, because I just felt, you know, there's only a level of closeness they could get, you know, at some point they're going to get tired and, and I'm going to move on and find new friends. Um, it was very transactional. It was very, um, on the go. I didn't, I didn't believe that I could have long lasting friendships, you know, because in my mind it was family, 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 your family is number one, your parents are number one. But as I soon realized that as I got older, I realized that, um, even though blood is thicker than water, blood is not thicker than water sometimes if you dilute it because the people that you're supposed to call your family will sometimes betray and i'm not talking from experience i'm just you know saying seeing saying from what i've seen that a lot of people who you know put their trust in their family because you know family is supposed to be tight and close 
get betrayed by the same family they call um, their family. So I definitely think that for some, a friend is a very, it's a very big title to call somebody a friend is a very, very big title because I think it's even bigger than a, a, a family. You know how um, we call Jesus our father and our friend? I think that is so symbolic to what a friend actually means. Because for somebody to be your friend, it means that you trust them and that you trust them to be there for you. You trust them to be able to protect you and you trust them to be able to um, just the same way you add on to their life, they add on to you. And to me, that is why I do not call everyone my friend. I say I have a lot of acquaintances, but I don't have a lot of friends. And I always say this, like if you look into your contacts, right? The contacts on your phone, how many people in your contacts do you, would you call a friend? Just think about it. How many people, all the 300 people in your contacts, how many people in your con contacts will you call a friend? Exactly. Exactly. Um, the next topic or question is, do you think losing friends makes you less or takes from you? Um, do I think losing friends makes you less or takes from you? I personally think that you're always, you know, there's going to be a time in your life where you're going to lose friends. As for that, it's a non it's, it's going to happen. You know, I think that's part of growing. It's like when a snake sheds, um, you know, you shed dead skin because the new skin has to grow. Ooh, that was, that, that, that's powerful. That's a word. That's a word. And I feel like that's the same with friendships. It's like you outgrow people. You know, you come to a place in your life where these people have taught you what they need to teach you and it's time to go. You, they might see it as you being selfish, but at the end of the day, right? You just outgrow people. And usually it happens naturally. It's not you thinking, oh, you're better than a person or you're this or that. It's just a natural thing that happens. We sometimes outgrow people and we sometimes have to, we, we grow apart, you know, because we're constantly learning. You know, sometimes you, you'll be friends with somebody and they're not growing. They're not learning. They're the same they're the same, the same, the same. And you feel like you are growing and you are learning. And you guys start to disagree. You guys start to disagree in many ways. Um, I think that is important. It is important to have friends that have similar values as you do and similar morals as you do. Even though I believe opposites do attract. Like I have a lot of friends that have different likes in things. Um, but when it comes to like morals and values and beliefs, I feel like most of my friends have sort of the similar values and morals. You know, that's why we can have discussions and conversations and not argue and not fight because of the way we think. And now I'm not saying that I'm, I'm a close-minded person. I don't accept people from, you know, different religions. Oh, definitely. I have different friends from different religions. But I'm talking about you know, belief in things like, you know, just being a good human being is important to me. And I feel like if you're a friend, if you're someone that I know that you are a very rude person and you can be rude to waiters and cashiers, oh, you will never be my friend. You will never be my friend. In fact, I feel like there's certain levels of decisions a, pers a person makes that tells you what kind of friend they'll be to you. 
when it comes to dating relationships you just notice how your friend is always dating the same bum he's always she's always picking guys that are always treating her like trash going back to her exes putting um getting so violent when you try to help her out you know there's some people when they, when they get into relationships they forget they forget their senses they are no longer the same they don't have any sense like everything is gone it's like they are just their mind is just confused because they start to get defensive i can't have friends like that i can't have people in my life who want to get combative and defensive when you know you tell them the truth you know and yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it is important to, to, to have friends that are truthful to you, that are honest to you, and that will tell you the truth. Um, it's very important. One thing about me is like I don't like liars. When you lie to me one time, I will take note of it. I will record it down <laughs> because that is your, that is your, your, your strike one out of two. And, and I, I feel like I give a lot of chances. I give people a lot of chances. I let people do their thing. After a while, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. I can't do it again. I, okay. I, I have to hang in the towel. It's okay. And I feel like I'm somebody that is so kind and I'm somebody that is constantly being there for people, being a helping hand for people that sometimes I feel like they take advantage of me. I feel like they take advantage of me and I always say that I'm like the auntie and the mummy of the group in my friend group. I'm the always the one who's checking up on my friend, making sure they've eaten and that's how I show my love and show my appreciation to my friends. I remember there was this one time where I had a, a, a argument, or like it was like a fight with some of my friends. And they were basically saying how like I wasn't there for them and um, whenever they hang out, I'm never part of the group. And it just seemed like every time, um, you know, they hang out, I'm never there because I'm so busy. And I explained to them that during this time, I used to live with my parents, right? And like I said, I come from a very close-knitted home. We don't believe in like going out and doing all of that. My parents were never leisure. Like I came from a sort of strict home. So I never was used to going out, coming out late. And a lot of my friends, they, you know, a lot of my friends at friend group enjoy going out late. Their parents allowed them to do these things. I didn't have the opportunity. So whenever I had the chance and, and they were in the neighborhood, I would hang out with them or they would come over and I would cook for them because that's how I show my love and appreciation. And like the time of the the time of place where I was didn't permit me to be that type of friend for them, and they didn't understand that, and they made it seem as if I was just being a selfish person, and I never wanted to hang out. Meanwhile, there are many times where I did hang out. So I feel like, you know, you need to know, you need to understand what type of person your friend is, what they were, what they are going through. I think sometimes we become, we're like super selfish. And we only think about how somebody makes us feel instead of how they're feeling in, in whatever situation they're in or whatever time in their life they're in. I think it's very, very important to check up on your friends. I think I think it's very, very important. You know, just because just your friend hasn't spoken to you in a really long time doesn't mean that they've ghosted you. Sometimes they are going through something or they may be going through like a mental 
mental crisis and you don't even know and you're over there thinking that it's about you you know not everything is about you sometimes it's about people you know it's about what they're going through you know distance does not mean that somebody is beefing with you it could be many many reasons so i definitely think that you know checking up on your friend is important checking up on your friends is very important um you should always check up on your friends just the same way they check up on you um I think that we live in a time where it's like you never know what somebody's truly going going through. I used to be somebody who used to be so upset when people don't text me back. And I'm like, why did this person did text me back? Oh my goodness, like I'll stop being friends with them, I'll cut them off. And I stopped being that person because I realized that life is hard. Life is hard and people are going through things. You don't even know what people are truly going through. You just think, oh, the person doesn't want to talk to you. Or you don't know what people are truly going through. I give people so much grace when it comes to communication. Unless, of course, it's not a friendship, it's a relationship and you just go smooth. That one day is different. But I feel like, even though I don't believe in the, in, in the idea of ghosting people as a way to you know communicate i think ghosting is very bad from my last episode ghosting to me is the worst thing you could ever do to a person but i will always check up on it that's how i am and you know make sure that when you end a friendship the other person know you knows you've ended the friendship sometimes people end friendships and you don't even know they ended the friendship and this goes to my next question which is important questions to ask before excuse me important questions to ask before you end a friendship so these questions are important to ask to yourself you know the first question you need to ask before you end a friendship is how much does this person value you does this person respect you and how much do they value you like if you were stuck in the middle of the road and they had to come rescue you or help you fix your tire and they were able to do you think they would if somebody spoke bad to you as bad about you and they had the opportunity to speak up for you do you think they would you know um do you trust them do you trust them um if 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 you left them in your home would you trust them to you know protect your home you know some of us we have friends that we would never leave around other friends we would never leave around our family and that is telling that is so telling i feel like the older you get the more you realize that you don't need this type of people in your life toxicity is not healthy i think we live in a generation where it's like toxic traits have become so um a culture and fashion and that's the way it is and that's how people are and it's like we see the red flags and we're like oh that's normal that's expected and it's like no you don't want to live in a and you don't want to be part of a friendship where you guys are just brewing toxic traits this person is a terrible friend you're a terrible friend and you guys are just being terrible friends together that is not healthy that is not healthy i feel like you should you should definitely um watch those types of people you should definitely be careful with those types of people um sometimes we become we become friends with people to get to a certain 
um, place in our lives, whether it is job, opportunity, whether it is to be um, status, to seem more uh, cool or to, to get to a different status, to be seem more richer or to connections. Um, but make sure that you know that it's make sure that it's both sided. I feel like when one person thinks that you're genuinely friends with them and the other person thinks, oh, this is just connections. It's very unfair. You know, why would you want to be friends with someone just for connections? I feel like that's not friendship. That's business. And to call somebody your friend, you must cherish them. You must, you know, must, you know, find importance to them, you know, I feel like that a lot of people have friends for certain occasions and friends that they hide and friends that they take to places. To me, I I do not condone that. If I cannot bring you outside, if I cannot hang out with you, if I cannot post you on Instagram, if you, then why are we friends? Why am I, if I'm ashamed of you, why are we friends? If I'm ashamed of you, why are we friends? I think it's very important to have friends that you're proud of, friends that you can... Because here's the thing. You think that hiding your friends or whatnot is is doing good to the friendship it's not your friend knows that you don't value them your friend knows that you don't value them and in return they're not going to respect you because you don't respect them and like i say in friendships respect is reciprocal you do for me i do for you and i'm not saying that i'm still a transactional person i am i have become a very selfless person in the sense that i'm always doing for people um, before I used to think that that, like I said, before I used to think that was my nature, that I'm, I'm meant to be a selfless person. And, but I realized now my selflessness has become intentional. It's become intentional because I care, because I care for people I will do for them, because I appreciate people I will do for them. My selflessness has become selflessness with boundaries. I feel like now I'm able to have boundaries and I'm able to say, I respect and love you as my friend, but I won't tolerate this, you know, because I feel like when you become a selfless person or when you are a selfless person, if you don't have boundaries, people will take advantage of you. There are some friends, they know that you Every time they come over to your house, they can eat your food. They can open your fridge. They can open your pantry. They can do anything. They can do anything. But you have to create boundaries. You have to say, hey, when you want something, let me know. I respect and appreciate you. But I don't like how you come to my house and you open my fridge. I don't like how you come to my house and eat my food. I don't like how you don't respect me. Just the same way they would do that if if they were in your situation. I think it's very important. There are also some friends who treat you differently. They treat other friends differently and they treat you differently. I think those types of friends, wash and wear, wishy-washy friends, they don't, they, they don't appreciate you. They don't value you. Because why are you posting this, this group of friends on your Instagram, but this group of friends or this friend you don't want to post on your Instagram? You want to hide because why you are embarrassed? Then why are we friends? Just cut off their friendship. Just cut off the rope. Just cut the rope. It's okay. We don't need to be friends. It's not by force. It's not by force. It's okay. It's okay. Let you just let go. Hand it over. Put it in my hand, please. Give me the key. It's okay. And and that's okay. You know, we move our own ways because you want a friendship where you both have appreciate each other hundred percent. You don't want a friendship where you feel a certain way about a certain person. You know. You feel like this person... I, I used to have friends who constantly give me a headache. Every day, headache. Every day. Every day. This person has done. This person has done. You have to watch how... Like, 
how your friends communicate with other people because you think that oh this is my friend some i feel some type of way about them but they're always having problem with other people then um, always somebody's they're always telling me that this person did this to them they're talking about them what are they saying about you do you know you don't know you don't know what they're saying about you, you don't know how they're spoiling your name so you just think oh you know this is my friend you know there's nothing wrong you don't know that they are spoiling your name from helter skelter these are the things that are important you need to pay attention to these things you know this is why as a christian as a person of faith or as a person who has a good relationship with god you have to have be able to channel your discernment unlock your discernment is what i meant to say unlock your discernment ask god to give you clarity to give you an open eye to be able to see these things so that the red flags don't seem blue and the blue flags don't seem red you know i think i think these are important these are important factors to be able to see um parting yourself mm, prioritizing yourself first before others um i've learned to be selfish in some sense i've learned to be selfish in some sense i think now i enjoy my being in my space and being by myself and and learning more about myself because um for so long i did everything for everyone around me my community and my family and now i feel like i cherish my my you know just being here and being present and enjoying the things that i enjoy by myself you know i think that when you come to a place of acceptance of yourself love for yourself appreciation for yourself and being able to be alone by yourself you will be such a great friend no friendship you ever experience will be transactional and no friendship you ever experience will feel like you're doing someone a favor it would come naturally i think when you are able to do that you find people that you're meant to be friends with you find people that you're meant to align with you know and people will see you you know good people know good people and bad people know bad people and sometimes you attract the type of people you are if you're a good person you attract good people and i and i want to say that sometimes we unconsciously unconsciously attract people because of what we think we deserve and we think oh you know oh god why am i not having good friends why why are there not good people come into my life well do you truly think you deserve good people or do you still feel like you've been through so much and because of your past experiences and because you've dealt with bad people your entire life you deserve bad people or because that you deserve you've got you've had bad people your entire life you always get bad people you have to change your mindset you have to change your mindset i think i had to go through a heartbreak of friendships of many many friendships to really find myself because lessons you know all of those bad experiences i had with friends and people um really taught me to to prioritize myself because at some point i became so obsessed with the idea of friendship that i stopped prioritizing prioritizing myself and putting people at the utmost top of my list i think at some point i even put my friends higher than i my family you know and although i do believe that friends do become family depending on how much you cherish them depending on how genuine the friendship is 
make sure you realize that you know putting people over anything you value people that you value is sometimes not the best you know it definitely is not the best and to anybody that is experiencing um a low you know a lack of friendship or feeling lonely or feeling like they can't seem to find people that trust them trust me you are not alone even as i speak right now there's some friends that i have that i question that i'm just like you know are these people genuine to me you know what is happening behind my back you know all of these things but trust me, you are not alone. Um, I'm praying and hoping that you, the right people come to you. And if you are a genuine person, an honest person, your time will come. The right people will definitely come to you because good people deserve good friends, always. Um, we don't always, it doesn't always happen that way because life. But I think really, really work on your self-love, really, really work on appreciating yourself, doing things for yourself that you expect people to do for you top 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 take yourself out do self spoil yourself this is a very very um common thing we all talk about but it's very important boy or girl man or woman spoil yourself take care of yourself because when people see you treat yourself well they will treat you well but if they see you treat yourself like borla they will treat you like borla because they will give you a beggar and a fry no they will give you a fry and they will give somebody else a beggar and a fry what is that telling you? It's telling you they don't appreciate you. They will make you sleep in a dumpster and they will make another person sleep in a five-star hotel. What is that telling you? It's telling you they don't appreciate you. So definitely um, appreciate yourself. Value yourself. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I really enjoyed recording it and I'm really excited to be back in my groove of recording constant um, episodes. And I'm going to put up some forum stuff on my um, Instagram and my, um, my TikTok and my Twitter so you guys can ask me some questions and some topic ideas that I can talk about in my podcast. And I feel the season of interviewing is coming up soon. So look forward to that. Um, I'm still working on that. And I appreciate you wherever you're listening to. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. And thank you for listening. Love you all. Goodbye.